0: Hey, hey, and welcome to Toast. So I have some new sound effects, which are pretty cool. I'm using a new system over here called the RODECaster Pro. If you're trying to start a podcast, we got a mini course for you, Um, check it out. But um, onto what I'm talking about today, which is Croatia. Uh, Croatia is gonna be the first country that I'm gonna talk about in the next few weeks, which is the entire Balkan region. So. Uh, Croatia, Montenegro, Bosnia, Serbia, Slovenia, Albania, you know, um, Bulgaria, sorry, I'm not forgetting about you, Macedonia either, um, and Kosovo. Um, It's a really cool and interesting region on earth which has a lot of history from a different a lot of different areas they're very important to the romans and and to different serbs and slavic people who have moved there throughout the centuries so there's a lot of cool history and a lot of the reason why i want to talk about it for maybe an entire month worth of stories but i'm going to start with croatia because you guys love croatia right like game of thrones king's landing and that's exactly where i landed so i guess you could call me a king because i landed in king's landing off of a ferry from Italy with a couple people that I met on the ferry and four people and three other people that we were traveling so we we ended up being six people these guys that we met on the ferry were really cool there were there were two australian guys and we called one of them the red gazelle why cuz he was a ginger but it's okay so us and the Red Gazelle, you know, we were working. We were working our way through Croatia, and we landed in Dubrovnik, and it was a little bit too touristy for our liking. And I think a lot of people who've been to Dubrovnik, especially since then, because this was in two thousand fourteen, before the whole Game of Thrones hype, um, and it was, you know pretty packed and it was a little bit more expensive than we thought Croatia would be and we were told that you could walk around, you know, Dubrovnik in a day. You could do King's Landing, you could see where they were shamed and, you know, where all of the battles happened and I'm not going to spoil anything for those who haven't seen it, but... Um, a lot of things happen in King's Landing, so it's really cool, but we just spent the day walking around Dubrovnik. We did, you know, we took the taxi to get to the hike at the top there that we didn't want to do, saw a lot of goats, got a nice panorama. But we decided that we were gonna you know follow the Red gazelle. All six of us decided to book it to split, which is a pretty cool uh, bus ride because if you've ever been there, you know, that you have to cross this little strip of Bosnia, which is another country, and obviously in Eastern Europe, they don't have that still, that EU uh, freedom of right of passage, so in the middle of that night bus, they wake you up, they check your passports, they stamp you into Bosnia, and then, you know, half an hour later, you've driven through that little strip that stops them from being landlocked, and you get back into Croatia, so it's a little bit of a rude awakening, but, you know, when you get to Split, it's amazing. And Split, just like Dubrovnik, is such a cool city because it has, you know, that whole old white baroque, you know, this old uh, architecture, which is really like after the Renaissance when we're starting to bring art and beautiful buildings and architecture and into the world. And those cities aren't really built for cars, so you have a lot of pedestrian area, kind of like Dubrovnik. So Split and Dubrovnik share this, like, really nice walking area, which makes the nightlife really good. So what did we do? Of course, we partied. We partied our faces off in Split, and we had a good time. We, you know, we got off of a ferry one night, and then we did a night bus the other. It was back to back, like really tough uh, nights of like you know traveling and not really good sleep. So once we got to Split, we finally got our night of partying. We got a nice hostel, and we were all hunkered down, all six of us. But the issue was when you're six people. Um, I really like so- solo traveling because I get to do what I want to do, and often I do end up with six people, all that want to do the same thing. But the issue was we weren't really all on the same wavelength. So me and my friend Luisa, really cool girl. We were traveling together uh, for about a month uh, um, that summer. And it was really cool because we decided, screw it, at 7 a.m., we're going to take the ferry to Hvar. Which, and Hvar is this island very close to Split, very popular. Any of you guys who've been to Croatia probably went or have at least heard of it. Um, it's known kind of for its nightlife, but it's very common, especially in 2014, for people to rent a scooter, and if you know me, then you know that I love scooters, like, I'm probably gonna get a Vespa tattoo one day in my life on my body that's gonna stay there forever, because I love that shit, I've owned three, and I've rented way more, Um, what I'm trying to say is that we were going to rent a scooter, we were gonna go enjoy this, um, amazing landscape, you know, Croatia, Italy, all of these areas in the Balkans are very hilly. So you get to like drive up and down and see different landscapes and water all around you because you're on a small island. But when we got to the, you know, stop in Hvar, we were looking for scooters and we ended up seeing, you know, the average scooter was what? 15 euros a day, wasn't too expensive. But then we saw this very interesting sight and it was a boat and a boat. For twenty euros a day. So this is one of those boats you don't need a license for. So we're they're like, okay, wait, I don't need a boat license. Like there's another one for fifty euros a day, which is, you know, equally interesting, but I need a boat license for it. This one I don't because it just has a motor. You rotate it and it works. So obviously I can't go into like big choppy waters, but where the ferry drops you off, it's, you know, kind of a bay as they, you know, have smaller and smaller waves and easier waters to navigate. So we have this boat now because obviously we chose it. Um, We ended up going back to the market. Luisa was like, well, fuck it. If we have a boat, what do you think we're going to do? She gets one of those like inflatable beds, like floaty beds things, which came really useful because, you know, we were working our way to Tomorrowland and I'm not sure if you've heard of Tomorrowland. If you haven't, you have to, you know, go and check it out. It's an amazing international festival, but she and, you know, got this inflatable floaty thing bed so that she could, you know, enjoy the water when we were going to stop on the boat when we were going to anchor down. But the best part about it was that she could use it later on when we were at Tomorrowland when we were camping. So it had that double double use. Another thing that you have when you're going to Tomorrowland and hopefully if you do this every time you go to an international festival, you bring a flag of your country. So we had that Canadian flag and we were rocking it on the boat in the middle of Croatia with this tiny, tiny little ass boat, you know. And it was cool because we were just able to head out to the sea and just, we'd find a beautiful place like shallow waters, crystal clear, fishies all over the place and we were jumping off of the boat doing front flips, taking naps in the sun, getting our tan on as people do in Croatia and it was just like such an amazing break from being with a lot of people. It was such a nice break from being in a big group uh, and traveling and trying to make decisions, especially for food, you know how it gets, but most of all, it was awesome because we thought we were going to rent a scooter, and sometimes, you know, you get these curveballs thrown at you in life, and you just say like, well, what do we need to do, and you just always think, I have to do something that sounds way fucking better, way more original and new. And that's what the boat was. And so we weren't giving up on any of that experience of the scooter and things like that. Well, I mean, in my defense, I had just rented a scooter the week before in Greece. Um, but you guys are gonna have to listen to Toast to hear that story, but that's not coming out just yet. But I'm gonna do it live with my buddy Harjis, and uh, it's already recorded, actually. Now, back to Croatia, it was really cool because After that day in Havar, jumping off the boat, swimming in shallow waters, enjoying the sun, showing our Canadian pride with our flag, we ended up going back to Split, which is where our friends were, and they had done nothing but sleep all day. So we were pretty happy that we did something, and, you know, I have that, like, adventurer blood in me when I travel. uh, A lot of my friends don't even like traveling with me or don't even want to travel with me because they know that I'm going to be the first one up kicking them out of bed or pulling them out of the bed at the hostels and making them breakfast and throwing it in their face and saying, let's go, go, go. Um, but essentially um, we got back to them and they were ready to party and that's exactly what we did and I think that getting a mixture of both of these you know renting a boat and swimming all day and then partying is really the best way to enjoy Croatia and I know that uh, Croatia has a lot more islands to offer we didn't have a lot of time we were kind of rushing through a little bit Um, but I'll tell you about, you know, the rest of my trip to Croatia in the next episode, but I really enjoyed having that like company of being in a big group and also splitting up and renting a boat. So, you know, when you travel, even when you're traveling with a group, if you guys are four or five people who are going on vacation together, you need to not be afraid to just, you know, put your foot down and do what you want to do and rejoin the others. Because to me, that gave me an experience. And still to this day, six years later, I haven't rented another boat and I've never been in full control of a boat since then. So, uh, to a really fucking good time in Croatia, um, because after Split, we ended up going to Plitvis National Park. And if you don't know what that is, those are beautiful waterfalls that I'm gonna talk about in the next episode, along with our journey throughout uh, Croatia. And I'm gonna close it with that. So, uh, thank you for listening. You know, subscribe, stay safe if you guys are still in quarantine by the time this comes out. And, Toast out.